Everyone's better than me. But I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me is an improvement podcast where I get help from a guest to get better at something. But I don't really like it when people think that they're better than me, so I have a prank that I'm going to use to bring them down to size. But my guest doesn't need to worry about that, do they, Jack Norris? That's right, it's Jack Norris here, the guest on the show. He Hello! Is the ho- he's the host of Backyard Baseball and uh, the one related the Screwball... One of the hosts, sorry, yes. Um, and also the host of Screwball's show, uh, which happens this Wednesday, if you're listening on the day that this came out. October 18th, baby. That's what they call it. That's true. That's the date um, at Alphaville in Brooklyn. Jack, I'm uh, I'm really excited to talk to you today and have you on the show and get better at Naruto. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, it's something that I think I'm okay at, but, you know, there's always room for improvement. And uh, I think that you're going to help me do that. Uh, I think I'm really good at it. You know, it's uh, you never forget your first anime. Fair. That's that, that is a really good point, actually. But let's not talk too much about it, because first we have to get to the get to know you and fan submitted questions. If that's sure. all right. Absolutely. The first get to know you question that we always like to start off with is how do you and I know each other? Um, we know each other through comedy. Um, I believe you started coming to Backyard uh, probably before the Easy Lever days, right? Yeah, you were coming when yeah. it was a canopy, maybe, was when you first started. Were you ever on the roof when we did it on the roof? I was on the roof uh, after canopy. After canopy. Okay, so yeah, so we, we had... we. I for those unfamiliar, I host a weekly open mic on Thursdays, and it has moved venues uh, a thousand times over. But um, we used to do it on a roof, and then uh, a little a little bar that was less of a bar and more of an alleyway, um, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of various other places. So that's how I met Cam, and uh, very funny comedian. We've had him on the show, and um, you know it's it's been a pleasure watching him work. And uh, we, we talk about anime every now and then. Perfect, and that's exactly what I had written down is what you were going to say for this answer. So that's really um, yeah to the to the T all the all the andums. Yeah, exactly those. <laughs> um, so that was impressive and excellent, um, wonderful. Uh, the next get to know you question is this one: It's the baby's world, and we are just living in it. That's right. Transdimensional super babies have taken over all life on Earth and rule it in a tyrannical monarchy. The baby regent has chosen a few select humans to serve in its court to help it learn about its new kingdom. And would you look at that? We are two of those people. What do you and I teach the transdimensional baby monarch to convince them to give adults a chance? For me, it's easy. I would teach them how to swim. Um... You know, these babies may be super, but they don't have an innate swimming ability, I would imagine. And that's sort of my, my specialty. I'm, I'm good with kids. I, I teach swim lessons to children of all ages. Um, I feel like you would do sort of like a Laugh Master style competition, but like a baby version, you know, sure. like some sort of some sort of baby game show as like a form of entertainment for them. Um and I think that would be uh, something that would that would give them cause to stick around, you know? Like, I, I teach them how to swim, you teach them how to entertain themselves. Um, I think that's what we would do. Interesting. I, I, think, I think you're right. I mean, I think this would convince them to give adults a chance, you know, if they can see that we can do these sorts of things and teach them to do it. Then it's like, you know, we got to keep at least a few of these guys around. 
Yeah, what's a baby going to do? Teach another baby how to swim? They're stupid. Yeah. I mean, con- conceivably, they have learned to traverse, you know, other dimensions. You would think they would learn how to also traverse at least some body of water, but probably not. I mean... I, it feels like it'd be low on their list, you know what I mean? If they can go dimension hopping, they maybe... Di- if, if they can't... If they encounter dimension or, or, like, terrain that they can't cross, they'll just go to a different dimension, right? Good. That's how I would view it. That's a good point. That is a solid point, actually. Uh, well, wonderful. Um, I, I think that's really helped everyone get to know the both of us. Um, the next get-to-know-you question is this one. Ooh, what's this? We have found Jack Norris's super-secret journal with all of his dirtiest secrets, and we are <laughs> opening it up to the first entry now. But, unbeknownst to us, this is a decoy journal meant to ensnare would-be journal stealers. What is, the, <laughs> what is the first entry in this decoy journal about that convinces us to share its secrets and thus give ourselves away as thieves? Oh, man, that's a really good question. Um, I would say it would be sort of like an account of me training an army of coconut crabs. Um to sort of do my bidding, you know, uh, basically it'd just be, it would be an account of each crab, their names, you know, Amelia would be one of them, for of example, um, you know, rest in power. Um, but, uh, the idea would basically be to, co- to convince the person stealing my journal that if they were to cross me, they would be consumed by coconut crabs, um, which is a very scary thing. And uh, it, it would be alarming, and I don't think people would put it past me to do something like that. So it's believable enough and also alarming enough that, like, I would read it, and then I would be like, you guys, you wouldn't believe what I've just read in Jack's journal. I have to tell you about it. And then when I say it, you'd be like, well, that was my decoy journal, you bitch. Yeah, it would be like a detailed account. There would be no riffs. There would be no, uh, you know, silly little things. There'd be no, you know, sad uh, Mitski lyrics. It would just be a very detailed organizational account of training crustaceans for combat, which would be alarming to anyone who doesn't know me. Sure. Um, Well, wonderful. Uh, Those have been the get-to-know-you questions. We'll now move into the fan-submitted questions. We have fans all over the world that send in questions, and um, they ask uh, questions of our guests uh, to help them get better at things. Um, The first question is this one. Fire! Fire! Help me from this fire! (laughs) <laughs> no one knows how it started. Well, what do you think? I am thinking about becoming a criminal arsonist, but I really don't want to get caught and go to jail. Do you think this cry was convincing enough that I would not be suspected? Or do you have any advice for this would-be fire starter? And that's from Hara Romana in Lazarevo, Serbia. Okay. Uh, first of all, great, uh, great career choice. I think it's a really uh, upstart sort of thing, and... You know, the best thing about starting fires is there is no evidence. Um, so I would say as far as your 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 scream or your cry goes, um, maybe be a little more frantic, a little more uh, sort of like fearing for your life, you know? Mm. Um, it never helps to – or it never hurts to sort of go longer, you know? Um, more Have a more convincing uh, – freak out scream, right? If you phone it in when you're like, ah, fire, people are going to think that you started the fire, you know? Mm-hmm. But don't get too excited with it. Like, like be nervous because you don't want to be like, oh, fire, like you're, like you're celebrating something, you know? 
Um, anyway, just, you know, be careful. And it's going to be hard to scream because of all the fire. So just make sure you're at a safe distance. Um, that is yeah. incredibly good advice, actually. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't, if you're not yet an arsonist and haven't really experienced this fire, you wouldn't know that there would be all that smoke around. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely, like, get real up and close and personal with some fire um, before you start one yourself, just so that you know what you're getting into, you know? Very smart. Um, well, uh, Hari, I hope that helped. I'm confident it did. Our next fan-submitted question is this one. I've had abada enough of this ciabatta. That's right, I am a baker, and my most popular item right now is my ciabatta bread. I make lots of different kinds, but they're all good, and one even has rosemary in it. I really wouldn't even mind it being the biggest item we sell at the bakery, except that there is one person that comes in and orders an inordinate amount of bread at the start of every week. I mean, we are talking hundreds of loaves here. There is no way that that person can be eating that much bread. And I have asked, uh, and I have asked around to some bread-eating groups I know, and they say that the customer is definitely not sharing them. Expert advice person guest. How do I politely ask this person what they're doing with all my bread? And that's from Derek Wong in Mohawk, Kentucky. That's a lot of Shibata. Um, I That's a great question. Um, here's what I think. I don't think you ask directly about the bread. I think you ask about things that someone might use that amount of bread for, right? Mm. He comes in, he's like, y you, have you been to any ponds lately? Have you have you you seen any good ducks at the park? Um, or like you know, are you making like how are your dinner parties? Are you having a lot of good charcuterie spreads lately? Ah. Um, what else do people use bread for? Do you ha do you have any bowls at home, or are they all bread based? There you go. Maybe he's using them for bread bowls. You know, maybe yeah. maybe like bread to ceramic is a little cheaper. Um, Especially because you don't need to like constantly wash it. You can just eat it afterwards, you know? Mm -hmm. My question is, why buy all the bread at once, right? Like, I may, and maybe this is raising more questions than answers, but like some of that's going to go bad, certainly, before you yeah. have the chance to eat it, you know? Um, but yeah, I would say just go the indirect route, you know? He could be feeding ducks at the park. He could be making sandwiches, you know? There are ways to find that out that you can just disguise as small talk. Uh, I think that's uh, a great advice. Um, Derek, I, I hope that helped. Um, well, those have been the fan-submitted and get-to-know-you questions. We're now going to jump right into the topic at hand, which is sure. getting better at Naruto. Um, I, I like to start off a lot of my uh, interviews with this question, which is, mm -hmm. why should I be getting better at this? Um... Well, I think I think anime is uh, a very fun form of storytelling. You know, mm -hmm. sure. It is a very like inspiring type of fiction. I I'm very I'm especially fond of Naruto because it was my my first. You know, like I I grew up with it. Um, you know, my balls dropped the same time Rockley's weights did. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I I think the the tenets of the story you know of starting out and sort of not really having anyone in your corner and just continuing to work hard is a very inspirational thing and i think you know getting better at naruto is sort of based around that you know just believing in yourself when nobody nobody else does you know getting, getting better at naruto is getting better at the tenets of naruto as well 
I think so. Being a being a ninja that um, you know doesn't abandon his friends and uh, protects the sake of the village. I don't know. Yeah, that's very compelling. I I do want to get some clarifying things in here. Um, sure. You've said specifically anime a few times, so we're specifically talking about Naruto anime. Yeah, I mean the manga too. I uh, I got into it through the anime. Um, you know, it was like the it came on Toonami at like nine o'clock and I was, I watched it and it was cool and it didn't have enough blood to scare me, but it had enough blood that I was like, okay, this is interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's fun to watch, um, but you can read it too. If you're more of a reader, I mean, the, the manga is, you know, maybe a little quicker to consume. Um, manga or anime. Well, so I'll, I'll interrupt briefly to say that I, I have read the manga. I have, Mm -hmm. uh, seen, a good chunk of the anime, if not all of it. Um, uh, more clarifying questions. Are we talking plain Naruto, um, sort of secular Naruto, or Shippuden? I mean, I think both. I I will say that I'm, I prefer the first part more, I think. Um, yeah. I think there's sort of like a, a more groundedness to it where all the characters sort of have some like bargaining room. You know what I mean? Like the Chunin exams are my favorite. Because you get to see... It's the best arc. Thank you. Okay, so you get it. And there's so many cool fights and so many cool powers that get showcased. And Shippuden is great. And there's a lot of, like, really incredible stuff in there. But I do think it gets to a certain point where only the the big players are participating, you know? And it leaves a lot of the characters in the dust that were, like, introduced um, in the first part that were, like, really fascinating, you know? Uh, I I could not... uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, uh, Well, so the... Uh, next thing I'm going to ask is, to what extent should I also be getting better at Boruto? Uh, I mean, here's what I'll say about Boruto. I think it is unnecessary, and I I will say, though, the animation and certain fights in the series are pretty insane. I think it is worth checking those out. But there's a lot of unnecessary like filler and um it becomes a sci-fi anime which in and of itself is a cool concept but naruto is a ninja anime you know what i mean and i like the idea of technology being introduced in the future but it does seem like it becomes a little more dependent on that and i Mm. it's not what i originally found myself enjoying naruto for um, when I first started. So, but there are some, I mean, there's some crazy fights in there. Sakura gets a really good one right at the beginning. Um, there is, uh, and there's fun character development too. You know, Shino becomes their teacher. And I think that is like a fun side of him that you don't really get to see in the original series. Um, so there is cool stuff, but I wouldn't recommend like locking in the way that, um, I did for the first, you know, for Naruto. Gotcha. Well, uh, so, um, I mean, the gotcha alarm went off while you were talking. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's easy to it's easy to miss. Um, I but... couldn't activate my substitution jutsu in time. You know what I'm uh, saying? There you go. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's okay. Um, you don't really have to worry about it too much. Um, because okay. I think, as you're sort of proving, you are so good at Naruto. But, you know, if you are so good at Naruto, you should also be able to help our special prank guests get better at Naruto, too. Um, please okay. welcome Hokage James, the kid at your school that is convinced they're a ninja. Um, <laughs> James, are you are you here? 
Hello, hello, yes, I am. Thank you, Cameron, for having me and referring to me by my official title of Hokage. Um, okay. None of my teachers, classmates, family, none of them like calling me that. They just call me James. Um, and actually, I am not just convinced um, that I'm a ninja. I am I am a ninja. Believe it. Okay. Um, it's nice to meet you, Lord Hokage. Um, nice to meet you as well. Do I... I do I need to say Hokage James every time? Yes, I would like that very much. Um, as Hokage well as James. Um, Jack as well. Please call me uh, Hokage James. Thank you. Hokage James, you got it. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, was did, did did you guys just hear that? Did y did you hear that? Hear what? Did I'm I hear sorry. What? Exactly. I just ate three baked Lay's potato chips, and you didn't hear a single sound. That is just wow. one demonstration of my stealth. Believe it. That is that is impressive. That yeah. Um, uh, it's a I, notoriously loud chip. Yep. Uh, I, well, maybe this um, lends into some of my questions, uh, Jack, to you. Well, maybe to both of you actually. Uh, if mm -hmm. I'm trying to get better at Naruto, uh, we were talking about getting better at the tenets of Naruto. Should I also be getting better at the skills of Naruto? Is stealth something that would be helpful? Yeah, you're definitely going to want to be stealthy. Um, it's sort of a, a big thing. Unless, I mean, unless you have, you know, uh, a technique that is sort of, you know, go in and get a lot of hits in and get out. I am curious, Hokage James, um, what your what your techniques are uh, in combat. Like, what what uh, what jutsu do you specialize in? Are you taijutsu or are you genjutsu? What are we What are we working with here? Um, yes, that's a very good question. Um, so I'm very skilled in all of them, uh, ninjutsu, taijutsu, everything. Um, mm -hmm. When I was a young child, I told my mom I want to take ninjutsu classes. And she was like, what? Um, so she signed me up for mixed martial arts, some swimming, some archery, a bunch of different stuff. And um, combining all those skills together, I think I'm very stealthy. I'm very agile. I can uh, I can hide in a crowd. I could blend in. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I think I've shadow cloned myself before as well. Um, that was really, yeah. Wow. But no, more on that, you think you've shadow cloned yourself? Well, How are I'm you uncertain? I'm pretty sure I did. Um, so uh, this was like a couple months ago. I was with some uh, some friends. We were on a trip, on a school trip to a, an amusement park, and we were in uh, one of those uh, mirror uh, mirror areas, the Hall mm -hmm. of Mirrors or whatever. And uh, I was looking at one of the mirrors, as, and uh, there was three of me in that mirror. So you, and, um, I, I think I just somehow shadow clone myself because I cannot think of any other reason as to why there was three of me in that mirror. Real quick, Kakaka James, you, uh, so you, you seem to know a lot about shadow cloning and other things like this, but you seem not to know a lot about how mirrors work. Is that my understanding here? I've never seen three of myself in a mirror. I'm pretty sure you're just supposed to see the uh, reflection. Have you just, considered? Uh, have you considered that there might be multiple mirrors and that is why you saw three of yourself? Uh, uh, I may have considered it, um, but actually I am a ninja. So I think the uh, shadow clone possibility is more realistic. Believe it. R right. Okay. Hmm. Um, now, Hokage James, when, uh, when did you become Hokage? Like, did you start out as a Genin um, and then go through the Chunin exams? Or was it sort of like a Naruto thing where you, you kind of fast tracked your way? A great oh, um, I fast tracked it. Um, I okay. am only uh, 15 as of right now, and I started very young. I was like, "That's five. impressive." 
Um, wow. Yeah, so I just started going up to everyone and being like, yeah, I'm a Hokage now. And they were all like, what? Um, and but no one calls me that, but I, um, that is my official title. I'm, in school, I write my name as Hokage James, and they always talk to me after class. Like, <laughs> you can't be doing that, James. Um, but yeah, I'm a Hokage. It's official at iFashion. <laughs> okay, well, congratulations. Um, that's, uh, that's impressive. I don't think Naruto made Hokage until he was at least in his early 30s. Um, I'll be, I'll be way ahead of him by then. Do you think you could take him in a fight? Oh, for sure. My stealth, my hiding techniques. Oh my right. God. I am so fast. I used to be on the track team. What? Uh, okay. Quick, why aren't you on the track team anymore? Uh, well, so, um, my coach said that I don't run properly. He said, I, I knew it. I'd uh. be running with my arms outstretched behind me. But really, I think he was just afraid of my speed. Um, yeah. But he told me uh, that I can't run like that. I need to have proper form, and I need to stop making all the other uh, members call me Hokage James. And I said no, so he kicked me off the team. But it, it's because I was too fast. Believe it. Mm, okay. Um, well, so uh, I, I feel like we are learning a lot about you, Hokage James. Um, I, I would still like to try and get better at this, uh, if possible. So uh, my favorite character in uh, Naruto is Jiraiya. Uh, Jiraiya, Jiraiya is hands down my favorite character um and he takes i think a non-traditional approach to being an, uh, a ninja um both in how he is uh not a hokage not a sort of a a full member of i think any clan he's sort of wandering um he has his sage jutsu and also that he is a super per pervert um yes uh if I am trying to get better at Naruto vis-a-vis uh, -vis Jiraiya, do you all have suggestions of how I could um, get better in that way? Yeah, I would say um, it, he does walk a great route, I think. Uh, yeah, so write some erotic novels, um, go to a pet store, become friends with a toad, maybe a couple toads, uh, and that'll get you started, at least. Okay. Um, I, I, uh, I can't speak to the to the perviness because um, I, I, I think that's a bit of a dangerous territory. Yeah, I wouldn't want you to. I believe Hokage James is a high schooler, so... Um, yep, we're okay. Oh, yeah, so we're just not going to talk about that part. Um, that's true. Hokage James, do you have any? Um, so I binge-watched uh, Naruto when I was five years old. And um, ever since then, I've just been working on my own training. So honestly, I don't remember too much about Jiraiya's story. Mm -hmm. um, but I would just recommend focusing on really just, um, as Jack mentioned, with the Toads, uh, maybe becoming like friends with them and like training them to be ninjas as well. And then you could have like Hokage Toads and you could be like a Hokage Jiraiya, just like I am Hokage James. Um, that would be uh, my suggestion. Hmm. Believe it. Hokage James, do you have uh, any contracts with any animals that you use that you summon in battle? Great question. Um, so I wouldn't call it a contract. Uh, my family, we have a dog, um, and sometimes okay. I am <laughs> I'm able to uh, transport the dog using uh, some summoning powers to the vet by myself. Like I just wow. sit there in my room and I do some stuff, and then he ends up at the vet, and uh, my mom also disappears to the vet with the dog. Um, and I think that's just my powers that are that, are you the cause it. of your dog going to the vet? Like are you making are you doing something to him that requires a vet trip? 
Oh, no, he just has um, some um, allergies and stuff. I'm not doing anything personally to the dog. No. Okay, all right. That's, that is comforting to learn. Uh, That's I'll good say. to know, yeah. Because you never you never know what these young Hokages, you know. It's true. Some of them are real upstarts. Plus, I mean, for someone who seems to not understand how mirrors work, or his mother leaving in a car. Um, what? I'm. What do you mean a car? Well, some form of vehicle. I'm assuming. Oh, that's crazy. Unless the Beyond vet is me. close enough to walk, but that Cameron, you have to remember they don't have cars in the Hidden Leaf Village. Um... That, okay, this is actually a good point, Jack. Um, uh, Hokage James, are you the Hokage of the Hidden Leaf, or are, are you? Um. Well, I kind of just live in like somewhere in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a hidden area in Brooklyn. No one really comes <laughs> over here. So yeah, I guess I am the Hokage of this whole village, and you can call it a hidden leaf village. There are some leaves outside on the ground from the trees that fall. Um, but that yeah, it's true. Wow. Believe it. Believe it. Um. Okay. Yeah. Believe it. <laughs> well, man. Um. I I don't know that I'm getting better, uh, and but I think part of it is because I'm worried that that Hokage James is better than I ever could be at this. I just ate six more baked Lay's potato chips, by the way. Holy shit! Um, okay, well, Cameron, think about it this way, right? We we were talking at the top of the show about believing in yourself to a to a fault, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Hokage James is a great example of that. And obviously, very powerful guy, I can tell from sitting here talking to him. Uh, and But I wouldn't be afraid that you can't possibly be that powerful. I think the, the way to do that is to just believe that you can, even if it is impossible. Wow. Okay, that's very compelling. Um, Hokage, Hokage James, do you have anything to say in response to that? I would sum up that by saying all you have to do is just believe it. Uh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> so uh, the the last thing that I want to ask, and I, uh, uh, well, maybe not the last question, but um, I, I think an important question for fans of Naruto. It, it, there are a lot of hardcore fans of Mar- Naruto that would say that there's no other anime character that could beat Madara in a one-on-one fight. Um and uh, I feel like that is, at least in my experience, pretty essential to being a um, the best Naruto fan as you can be. Um, currently, I don't believe that to be true. Do you all think that that's something that I need as well? To be able to beat Madara? To, that, um, that no one else could in a one-on-one fight. I mean, I think, uh, I think Guy could, and I think he proved it in the, in the series. Um... I mean, he he didn't he didn't take out Madara, but I think that's if there was anybody to do it, it would be him. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you don't think that having that belief is essential to being the best Naruto fan? No, I don't. I I think that's a terrible belief to have because personally, I think the Uchiha is. Or, I think they're no fun. You know. Wow. Um, I think Naruto gets to a point where any fight against an Uchiha, the the other the non Uchiha opponent does some crazy ass shit right Mm -hmm. some crazy life-threatening insane stuff and then they the uchiha wins because of the sharingan you know what i mean it's like i think it's boring i think it's boring lame i agree it's pretty lame uh hokage james how would you beat uh an a member of the uchiha 
Um, well, I personally think if I, Hokage James, was an anime character, uh, Madara and all the uh, Uchiha members would be going down instantly. Um, I would be instantly. using my super speed. Um, I would be using my stealth. I would be very quiet. They wouldn't know I'm coming. I would still have the baked Lay's potato chips with me. They wouldn't know. I would take them down one by one. I would get information. I would shadow clone myself as I did before. Um, they would all go down. You can trust me on that one. Believe it. I, I do believe it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, frankly, I feel like we have to just believe it because it seems like there was a lack of concrete evidence there. But um, So I'm I'm gathering that you are sort of a user of the baked Lay's potato chip technique um, from talking to you here. I think that's maybe your, your specialty. Yeah, it's just that stealth, you know. It's not just the baked Lay's. You know, I can, I can be real quiet. Actually, right now, I'm sitting in a bush. No one yeah. knows. Well, and he's also, I mean, I, I think this maybe shed some light on his technique that maybe he's not telling us is he's eating these chips and I'm getting all the crackle. Ah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. That was a good one. Thank you. Um, well, uh, I, I, I think both between the crackle and also learning that Hokage James is recording outside um, uh, in a bush that uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll start to wrap up with my last question here, which is how will I know that I am better at this? How will you know? Um, I think one day you'll wake up and you'll just believe it. Perfect. I mean, Hokage James, I'm, I'm guessing it's a similar answer from you. It's the exact same answer from me. <laughs> Believe it. Uh, well, wonderful. Well, Hokage James, uh, thank you for, for being on the show. Um, I'll let you get inside and um, get to some other snacks. Um, yes. Do you have thank any you any parting words you'd like to say? I really appreciate you guys calling me by my official title, my official name of Hokage James. I wish the best to you guys. I hope one day you guys can be Hokages as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. Maybe with enough training. Yeah. Thanks, Believe Hokage. it. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, well, Jack, it's been, uh, a lot of fun getting better at Naruto with you. Um, you know, I, we're trying to get better at this topic, but we're trying to get better at a lot of things here. Um, how could this episode have gone better? Well, I could, I could have come to the table with some more advanced technology, I think. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it's no, it's no stranger to anyone that I have old an old phone, an old laptop, which is being revealed currently. Um, even my AirPods are a little not the best, clearly. Um, but I feel like that's more on me than than the podcast. Um, yeah, I I mean, otherwise, I thought it was I thought it was great. I think Hokage James was uh, a wonderful wonderful guest. Um, yeah, yeah, I. I, I guess I'll ask you this because I meant to ask before the gotcha alarm went off. Um, what's your favorite fight? Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, man, I don't know. I I don't think I'm prepared to answer the question. Uh, okay. No, I think. Hmm. Uh, I think maybe. I think maybe the Orochimaru fight on the top of the. Like at the end of the exams, when like it all falls apart. Oh, that's a good fight. When he has the other Hokage show up and fight the yeah. fourth Hokage, that was that's a, good a great fight. My my favorite fight happens uh, concurrently with that fight, um, which is the Shino Konkuro fight. 
Oh, that's a good fight too. I it would I would say it would either be that or it would be uh or it would be Lee versus Gara. Oh yeah, I mean that's the the thing is every one of your favorite fight it's like Rock Lee Gara and then everything else that is like yeah 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 just yeah. just some of the best stuff of the world you know yeah uh, I couldn't agree more um uh well, oh so you know I think the uh, audience has um loved hearing you as much as I've loved hearing you where can they hear more of you. Yeah, uh, well, I saw we we talked about it at the beginning. I host a weekly open mic called Backyard Baseball uh, with the incomparable Mitchell Lippett, and uh, that's every Thursday at Easy Lover. If you want to come do some comedy or if you want to just watch some, uh, we have a show on Wednesday the eighteenth called Screwballs. We do it every month, um, and it'll we book a lot of like Mike favorites uh, on there. And uh, I'm also on a sketch team called Public Access. We've got some stuff coming up. We're doing Sketch Fest on the 20th at like midnight, so that should be fun. Um, and you can follow all these on Instagram: um, Backyard BB Mike, Public Access Sketch, and then my Instagram is Joke Reptile. Um, and that's really about all I get up to. Uh, those are all incredible, and also all oft mentioned. Backyard Baseball probably gets mentioned in every episode, and if it does, really? if it does not get mentioned, then the pit, which is where Sketchfest takes place, gets mentioned. So it's very interesting. It's, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess there's a there's a lot of backyard clientele on this uh, on the show, from what I can gather. That's true. Um, Mitchell has also been a guest on the show. Mitchell's been on it, uh, and then like a lot of comics that you know co- come frequent there. You asked me to do this uh, after the mic one day. <laughs> exactly so. so. Exactly so. You know. Uh, wonderful. Uh, well, the last thing that I'll ask is that we have a tagline that we say at the end of every episode. Uh, okay. And we ask our guests to improve that tagline by adding to it, removing from it. And I want to emphasize removing from it this time for no reasons. Um, or okay. changing it in whatever way they feel is best fit to improve the tagline. Okay. Currently, and I'm just going to walk you through it. Sure. Uh, instead of doing it in actuality. Currently, it is... I start off by saying, hey, Paul, I'm about to say something, and then I take a sip of water, and I leave that water in my mouth as I start audibly hopping. And then I say, listen up, dorks, and then I move into a Texas accent, and I say, Paul will call you later tonight, darling. And then I move to a Scottish accent, and I say, and I'm having a bath right now. And then I move to an English accent, and I say, my fingers are wrinkled like prunes. And then I move into a hyper version of my own voice, and I say, and we've got some splaining to do. And then, wow. I, and then I lose all affectation, and I say, if we would have been prepared, we could have done a better job. Remember how I said I was taking a bath? I'm not actually taking a bath. And then I scream, and then I say, Paul? Um, and uh, I do all of that where, uh, you know, with the water still in my mouth, up until the scream, I think. Um, okay. I mean, I... This might be crazy. Mm-hmm. But, but what if you... What if we what if we blew this whole thing sky sky high? Yep. Like what like I'm talking you cut everything except listen up dorks, but then you never tell them what you're what you're listening to. Okay, so I just say listen up dorks now. Listen up dorks and then you and then you end the podcast. Perfect. So I normally normally we get like uh the end of the um the end of the outro theme that and then I say thanks for listening. You think I don't even say that. I just go and as we say at the end of every episode, listen up, dorks, and then... Listen up, dorks, and that's it. All right. We'll do it that Short way. Short and sweet, baby. Perfect. Uh, well, Jack, it's been so great having you on the uh, show and getting better at Naruto. Uh, it's been such a, a great time, and I hope you've had a great time as well, listeners, as you've listened to Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. 
Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Jared Cruz for helping with the prank in today's episode. Get in contact with questions or topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyonesbetterthanme at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, Listen listen up, dorks. dorks.